Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting, and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists, we're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello, everybody. David here, and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks again for joining me. And in this episode, we're going to cover what information must a seller legally declare? Um, A great topic, one that um, isn't discussed very often as to what information people should be showing on marketing and things like that. But hopefully this will help you if you're out there buying to look through some of the marketing stuff and drill down to some of the really important things that you should be um, considering or asking. So, you know, dreaming about moving into your new home only to discover you have noisy neighbours, non-stop traffic whizzing past or next to no Wi-Fi signal, here's how to do your research. Whether you're looking for a new home to buy or rent, you'll want to be sure that it's a relaxing and enjoyable place to live and it meets all of your expectations. But what if you move in only to discover that you're living next to the neighbours from hell or the incessant noise or the planning permission for an industrial project right on your doorstep um, suddenly comes out of nowhere? So here we look at the information that a seller or landlord is legally required to give you, as well as the stuff that it's good manners for them to pass on to you. So firstly, let's look at sellers um, and what legally they're required to declare. So if you're buying your new home, the seller's required to disclose certain pieces of information to you. And if they fail to do so, they could end up in court. For example, a seller must tell you about a defective title. If there's no way you could reasonably find out before exchanging contracts, this might be for um, this might, for example, be including a right of way across the property that isn't on the title deeds. Now, obviously, you wouldn't have been able to find that out, and that should be declared by the seller. What about the seller's property information form? So, this is something that you will um, be aware of through the legal process that sellers are required to fill in a property information form or a TA six which gives the buyer lots of information that you would otherwise be unable to find out through surveys or the standard searches. This includes information on boundaries, including those between you and your neighbours, details of any disputes or complaints with neighbours, notices of development or planning permission of properties nearby, alterations and building work ever done on the property, including details of planning permissions and building regulation approvals, Uh, information about guarantees and warranties, buildings insurance details, information about environmental matters such as flooding, energy efficiency and Japanese knotweed, details of rights and informal arrangements such as access or shared use, information about parking including whether the property is in a controlled parking zone or local authority parking scheme. This form is part of the pre-contract documents, so it's legally binding. This means that you as the buyer can make a claim for compensation if the seller deliberately tries to conceal something even after the sale has gone through. So other information that may be provided by the seller. As part of the conveyancing process, the seller solicitor should provide certain additional information to your solicitor. 
This includes details such as where the gas and electricity meters and stop clock are um, and what fixtures and fittings will be left as part of the sale. However, there is certain information the seller solicitor is unlikely to provide, such as the strength of the phone signal and what day the bins are emptied. On these matters, the key is to collect the information yourself and don't be afraid to ask those questions while you can. So that you can either you know, go through your solicitors and ask that, that those questions. Um, if you're speaking directly with the buyer in any way, you know, ask those questions, whether it's on a second viewing, something like that. Or, um, you know, at least do your research with the local councils. Um, and even if there's a community community centre or local shop, things like that, it's really about sort of doing your due diligence and um, research wherever you can. Next, then, we're going to cover landlords and some of the legal obligations that they have. So if you're renting, there are certain legal obligations on the landlord that can't be ignored. This includes the safety of the electricity and gas supplies, fire safety throughout the property, protection of deposit funds, and the landlord's responsibilities for maintenance and repair. In addition, there are certain issues which fall under the consumer protection regulations. These include planning activity, off-road parking, what furniture and other items are being left, and public rights of way if a right of way goes through the grounds of the property. These regulations are all-encompassing and require both landlords and agents to tell tenants all material information necessary in order for the tenant to make an informed decision. The law is about what tenants need to know, not what they want to know. So those are some key points that if you're out there as a tenant looking at property, you know, ask those kind of questions as well. But it should be... um, sort of presented on viewings and in any marketing documentation that that those things are there. So be aware of that. So that concludes this episode of Ask the Estate Agent. I hope um, these tips help and highlight some key areas that you should look for and consider. Um, best thing is to ask as many questions. I always say it on a lot of our top tips videos and and podcasts is you can never ask too many questions and it's your one opportunity to to get it right before you make a huge financial commitment so and you don't want to move into somewhere that just nowhere near meets your requirements because you didn't ask the question when you had the opportunity so um you know you've got these expertise around you you've got your estate agents there you've got your solicitors, your mortgage brokers, you know, ask ask that power team any of the questions that you want and they're all there to help and guide you and assist you to make that that best decision. So I hope this highlights a few points for you. Um, would love to hear your feedback, your comments. If you've got any other subjects, topics, questions you'd like answering, please do get in touch. You can contact us through social media, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter or on our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk. So thanks again, as ever, for listening. Hope you found it useful. Please do like, share, comment, send it to anybody that you think it'll help. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.